Hi, hello, and welcome back to Tori Talk Scripture. This is Tori coming to you on this Wednesday here to talk about God's Word while we're in this world. I'm here to hopefully bring you some peace and some hope through God's Word and make it in a way for you to understand and um, make the Bible more approachable and how we read it. And so I've been searching and Ironically, I've just been going through lots of the um, books in the New Testament. Most of them have been Paul's epistles. I've come up to James 1 now. James is actually a book of the Bible sometimes I tend to avoid because he does a lot of telling me what to do, and I, I, don't, I, I don't like to be told what to do. I, I don't know if you're like this as well, but I, I don't like it. And, <laughs> and so it's okay if you don't like to be told what to do, um, we're still going to be told what to do. And I, I need to hear that sometimes. And maybe you do too. And so ironically, Martin Luther, the man who started the Lutheran, you know, uh, denomination called this book, a book of straw. He wasn't a fan of it either, but I do think that there are lots of things that we can glean from, uh, the book of James. And it hit me within the first chapter first verse, well, yeah, second verse, I should say, of James. And I was like, okay, I will listen. Yes, sir. Um, And so I'm going to read a little bit of James for you and just kind of talk about the the thoughts that I had running through my head when when this happened, when I read it. I was like, hmm. So James 1 and 2, it says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations, greetings. Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may mature and complete, not lacking anything. So back to verse two, I realized I did read more than verses one and two. I read all the way to four, but I was, I forgot that, you know, there was more to it. But anyways, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. Consider it pure joy to face trials. No thanks. I don't like that. I don't want to face trials. And if I do face trials, to be joyful? What? Literally, when I read that, I was like, yeah, I can be done for the day. I didn't. But I was, I was a little frustrated. And then I had to sit and think like, What kind of joy are you asking? Because I'm not jumping for joy right now. I am pretty grumpy. I try to have a smile on my face. And I sat back and thought, all right, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And when we think of joy, sometimes we put it in this bubble with happiness. You can still be joyful and not be happy. Because when we look at the cross and the resurrection, that's supposed to be a joyous time. But when we think about what was happening, like no one was jumping for joy that Jesus went to the cross. No one was jumping for joy when he was dead for three days. But we have this joy in our heart knowing that those promises that he made by dying on the cross and rising again, that should give us hope. And as we push through hard times together and tests our faith. When we go through hard times, where are we going? Are we going to God's word? Are we going to him? Or are we going to Facebook and posting about it before we even talk to God about it? 
are we going to our friends and talking about it before we've talked to God about it? I'm convicted of that too. The amount of times that something goes wrong and the first thing that I do is pick up my phone to call someone. I wish that in my brain I could switch this, this pattern of my life to closing my eyes and praying about it. Does that mean that he's going to magically be like, whoop this is done, you are better. No, that's, that's not how this works because testing your faith produces perseverance. Perseverance lets you finish and mature and complete and lacking nothing. To mature, I think of things that we push through in our lives. When we were really, really little, perseverance to learn how to walk, to talk, to eat solid food, we matured. Our faith is like that. As we go through these things, when we go and go to God and do the right things, when we have faith in who we're supposed to, when we trust in who we're supposed to, God helps us mature. He helps us have joy. He helps us have faith. And you may be sitting there going like, I don't, I don't think I can persevere anymore. I can't do this on my own guess what? You're not alone. And that's the most beautiful part about all of this is sometimes when we read this verse, you're like, okay, there's a lot that I have to do and I'm just not feeling it right now. And then God's like, it's okay that you're not feeling it. Jesus has his arms wrapped around you. He says, I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. Through all of this, doubt tries to creep in. Satan is prowling around like a roaring lion And yet we have a God that says, I am bigger than what is happening. And I pray that we can let go of some of these things that we're trying to control around us as the world feels out of control. And that when we're facing these trials, that you can take a moment to look at this trial and know that you are not facing it alone. God is providing what you need He is molding you. He is shaping you. He is making you stronger. Your faith will grow. You will mature and you will be complete and lack nothing. You lack nothing because God is with you. What a beautiful thing to know that when we persevere, blessed are those because we get the crown of life. That crown of life is heaven. I am so thankful that we get this forever with him. I don't know what forever feels like. I know that a lot of my confirmation students, when we talk about the forever of heaven, some of them are like, yeah, partying with Jesus. And then others have the reality of what is forever. I don't, I don't get it. And that scares me. And I'm like, I, I understand, but I want you to know and find comfort that The forever with him is the most peaceful, happy, and complete place that we can be. And in this moment right now, we may be longing for just an ounce of that. Go to him. Talk to him. He is with you. He knows you by name. He knows the hairs that are on your head. He's known you from the time that he knit you in your mother's womb. I want you to know today that you are loved and I want you to consider it pure joy that when you face trials of many kind, know that the testing of your faith 
produces perseverance. Let the perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete and lack nothing. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, God, thank you for the joy that you can give us. The joy of the Lord that looks different than any joy that we experience here on earth. God, I pray that you give us that joy and that peace. Let us look to you in all things as the world's trying to pull us away from looking at you. God, help us persevere. Guide us each day. Let us come to know you more. In your name we pray. Amen.